Great, we are going by to end Kitzur. We are continuing in Simen Samachay and We are up to Seif Yudbeis in Simen Samachay and Adimah the Isla Tzachas Vesanim and Hudas Chava. Him and Ebenazim Rashi and Rashi and Rashi replies Sal Shabbat Zlocha and return home safely to their family. So the Kitzur Simen Samachay Seif Yudbeis. Hamata Mois Al Mashkin Bais Oisada and Magav Oisaknasa. Someone who lends money and as a collateral for the money, he t- he takes a Mashkin of either a home, a field, or he takes a guy's seed and shul. And the Malva is going to take Paris from the Mashkin, or if it's a field. So it has to deduct from the entire Chayv. Then in words, the Malva says, I'm going to take the Mashkin, but I'm going to pay you rent for the Mashkin. And what is the rent payment for the, the collateral, the Mashkin that I'm taking from you, is that from the original loan, I'm going to take off every year. So if the loan is for $1,000, he says, you know, I get to take this field as a Mashkin, and every year I'm going to take $100 off your loan, because otherwise he's gaining, right? Because he's going to get the original payment back, plus the fact that he has the field, and that would be similar to Revis. Even if the value of the rental is more than what I'm actually taking off the, the loan, so for example, whether you're taking $100, year off the loan for what you're getting from the mashkin. And let's say the true value is $200, um, it doesn't matter, that's still mutter, because again, you're still setting something that, to make it not look like grubis. You can't do is it is, okay, the masker says, the, the, the lender says, okay, I'm going to take it, and you know that I'm going to take off your loan, and then what I do, I sublet it back to the borrower who's now going to have to pay me again for that car right? Because then, then what comes out that I didn't actually take off anything from the loan because he's going to give it to me. Ki'ilu, we took off $100 off the loan, but then I'm turning around and renting it back to him for another $100, so we're back where we started. There's a lot of halachas relevant to a mashkanta. To be able to do it appropriately. Something that has a known set price. You're not allowed to sell it for more than what the going price is. Because the guy's not paying you right away. So lots of guys buying from you uh, wheat. And we know the price for wheat is a dollar a kilo. And now he, you're going to sell it for buck fifty a kilo. And he gets to pay you. Not today. He could pay you in six bucks, right? Because that clearly is you're, you're charging more for the fact that you have to wait for money. That's a savior service. But the thing does not have a clear set price. Even though the truth is, had the guy been paying you up front, you would charge him less. And you're charging him more because he's waiting. But it's not very. Selling it for a little more. Motor, it's motor. Why? Because there's no true set price for this. So it's not so clear that what you're doing is charging more because he's waiting for the money. And as long as you're not overcharging much more than what the error of the going rate is, what is considered the going rate, so you guys have six more, uh, up to a sixth or so from what the going rate is, you're allowed to add on. And what is really that line? Because if you go too high, then it's going to be very clear to everyone that the reason that you are, you are overcharging him, so to speak, is not because there's no set price in the market, rather because uh, you are uh, allowing him to pay at a later date. And even if you're not going to overcharge by that much, but you make it very clear that that's the only reason you're doing it. And the Shemifarish, right? We say very clearly, I'm going to charge you 10. And if you're only going to pay me at a later date, he's going to give me 11. Then it's awesome. 
In other words, what the guy is going to do now over here is he's going to buy it from the person. He says, I, I need cash right now. I don't have a way to, to get cash. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy it from you for more expensive, and you're going to allow me to pay you uh, in a year from now. What I'm going to do is, and then I'm going to turn around and sell it at the going rate. So let's say the growing rate is 90. I'm going to buy it to you from 100, knowing that, and you're going to let me pay you at a later date. And I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to sell it right away. I know I could sell it for 90, because that's going rate. So yes, I'm going to lose that 10, but at least I'll be able to get out 90, because if I'm doing it right away, and that was to be understood with what was going on, then it's very clear that it's as if you're taking a loan of 90 from me with, and having to pay me back 100 at a later date. So it looks too much like Rebus, and therefore Gamkin Asr is also to do such a thing. Sifidat. Someone who has a Shtarachai that his friend owes him money. But if you give him sign up your right, that he could sell it for less than what is written in the loan, even before the time of payment, and the guy who's selling it to his original lenders sells it to a buyer who's now going to collect it for him. And be kind of the star and all the shibudim that go along with it, i.e., you can collect the loan. And the person who's responsible for it is the lekeach. Except for in the case where the loan, for example, is already paid. And now it's going to be the Meichel's responsibility to make him whole for that. Just like they'd sell the star with the value of the loan uh, to collect the loan for less than what the loan actually is, I could sell it back to the borrower and for less. And it's essentially saying, you know, what does that mean? That I could sell for less? So let's say the guy owed me $100 to pay uh, January 1st, 2025. I could say you could buy the loan for $90 to get it today. So what it seems like then, though, is that the reason that it was $100 a year from now was because it's charging it more. But since that's not really what we're doing, rather, you're for getting guaranteed money now, you're taking a little less, uh, that would be okay. Uh, and in such a case, it could work. Reuben needs money in Nisan. He goes to Shimon. And Shimon gives that he himself has to pay Ruvain Meizuvim Betishrei, and he gives that star to Ruvain. And the kids are just adds in brackets that is a guarantee, or Kenegad Zanesin Ruvain Gam Shtachayv Kizal Shimon, Shachayv Meizuvim Betishrei Kizal Shimon has a guarantee, he gives this, a similar star back to Shimon. Vailach Ruvain. So now Ruvain has a star that Shimon owes him money in six months from now. And Reuben takes this star. And he says, you know what? He wants Reuben wants money now. So he takes this star that that Shimon owes him money in six months from now, and he sells it to Levi today. And he says, hey Levi, you in six months from now you'll be able to collect a hundred from Shimon, but pay me ninety today for that right to collect a hundred from Shimon in six months from now. And that we said um, you are allowed to do. We'll just, we'll just keep the brackets because uh, this makes it. We'll just keep it clear. But if Ruben's going to write a star chayiv on himself to then subsequently sell to Shimon to be able to get the money today. In other words, he's not selling it to another person. He's not taking a star that Shimon owes him. Rather, he's taking a star on himself and he's going to say, "Oh, I owe Shimon money in six months from now." And then he sells that star directly to Shimon for today. And it was like this, Ruben writes a star to Shimon, I owe you $100 in six months from now, right? And then he takes that very star, that, and he goes back to Shimon, he says, hey, you know, you, you have the ability to get 90 today 
to collect 100 later, right, and buy it back. So then it's clear that that extra 10 is going for the Sarem Tonus Mice for six months, and it is too similar to Ribbis. Siftazain. Also, look nice Tua Shadvarim Bakdamus Mice. Which is nice to buy Tua, it's also to buy Tua or, or some other product and say, I'm going to pay you the money today, and you're going to give me the produce for delivery in four months from now. Why? Because we're worried that in the interim, the value of the Tua is going to go up. And that means that because I paid you upfront, let's say for 100 kilos, and 100 kilos today was worth $1,000, but now the value of 100 kilos went up and it's worth $1,200, but you're going to have to pay me back 100 kilos. So it looks like I'm getting more for the fact that I paid you upfront. But if you, the Meicha, already has all the Tua in hand, and you're just not delivering it for another four months, but you already have all of it, obviously, none of the Kech and Nachasman, if you're not giving it to me until later, in that case, it's not a problem. Because whatever you already own, you could sell it for whatever price you want. You could sell it for 90% off. So therefore, even though you're only delivering it later, and maybe at that point it looks like I'm getting money, but it's as if you're selling what you already have in your storehouse now. Even if the tool that you have is not completely ready to sell, requires two, one or two malachas to be done in order to make it ready to be sold. It's considered as if it's already gemura and we must sell. But it's mechusers three melachos. Then it's not close enough to being done, and we don't consider it as if you already have it in your possession. And therefore, it's going to be answer because again, we're worried that maybe by the time you fulfill uh, the sale of what what I purchased from you, the value will go up, and it looks like I'm getting more for having paid upfront.